So it's a, it's a great pain when you experience rejection. Uh, just this, uh, this experience of, you know, we're being looked at in a way or treated in a way that's um, you know, pulling us down, um, especially from those you know, who love us, those who are meant to, to lift us up. You know, we're meant to, you know, we're made to belong. You know, we're meant to be in relationship, um, to be part of a community. Like, we know that deep inside of us, uh, that we're, be, we're meant to be part of a family. Um, and when we experience this kind of rejection, that it goes right to the heart of, you know, who we are. Um, you know, that this experience that we're not good enough or we don't have what it takes or we're not beautiful enough or whatever enough. You know, this, this thing right deep inside of us that we're crying out, you know, to be appreciated, to be valued. And when we're rejected, it, it kind of cuts deep. Um, I don't know if you're teenagers out here or just when you are, were a teenager, just that experience of you know, asking someone out on a date and then them saying no. Uh, if you've ever had that. <laughs> um, just that, you know, you just feel embarrassed. You know, you put yourself out there and then the person doesn't see the value in you. Maybe they've got all other reasons, but just that, that deep kind of hurt that you can experience. Um, just that we're made to, to belong. And when we feel like we don't belong, then we feel there's something wrong with us. And so this, this parable, um, when the landowner, you know, he has these tenants and they look after the land. And when he sends the servants to, you know, to come and to get the produce, the tenants, they, you know, they, they're violent and they kill the servants. And then the landowner, he continues to send more, more servants to come. And they reject them. And then he comes and he sends his own son. And they think, well, this is our, our chance. Now we can get the whole property. And so they reject him as well. And it speaks of just the, the heart of God, who continues to pour out his love upon us, even when we reject him that He continues to reach out to us, uh, that He continues to, to come to us. And, you know, He's the landowner, He's the one that owns it all, but He's willing to, to come and then to be rejected. And in the experience of being rejected, that when we reject Him, He continues to love us. He continues to show mercy to us. So when we have this experience of, of rejection, uh, this experience of you know, others not really seeing the value in us, we start to kind of believe that we don't have any value. And we can reject ourselves, especially parts of us that, you know, things that we don't like, things that we wish we could just get rid of, that if that only that wasn't there, then we'd be a, a better person. And we want to rip those things out of us. We're kind of like the, you know, the Pharisees that when we see these things in us, that we say, you know, like, you know, wretched. Like, get those wretched things out of us. I may not use those words, but that kind of violence that we can do to ourselves. And I, in my own life, have 
had that experience of you know, coming aware of um, things in, my, in myself, in my heart, that I don't like being there, and talking really harsh uh, to myself. And being like that Pharisee that is you know, trying to just rip those things out. And rather than you know, helping us, we end up rejecting ourselves. We end up coming further and further into that, that pain. And so when we see the, the way that the, the landowner is really the way that God comes to us, that rather than trying to rip those things out of us, those weaknesses inside of us, he's able to actually transform those things. And the very things that we reject can become like the cornerstone, the keystone. Because they allow us to be able to encounter the love of God in a way that you know, we feel like we don't deserve it. We feel like, like it doesn't make any sense that God would love us in that place of, of brokenness. So it's important for us to be able to, rather than being harsh on ourselves, to show compassion to be able to show that the gentleness that God shows us. Rather than speaking you know, harshly against ourselves, to be able to kind of forgive ourselves. To be able to kind of say it's okay. You know, it's alright, it's going to be okay. Because we can be Jesus to other people. You know, we know that we're Jesus' presence in the world. But sometimes it's very difficult to be Jesus' presence to ourselves. It kind of seems different. <laughs> that we can actually be you know, Jesus' heart to ourselves. To be able to, rather than being harsh on ourselves, to kind of show kindness to ourselves. And when we are able to do that, then it changes the way that we see others. You know, rather than you know, seeing that other person who may, you know, things about them that you don't like. Well, there may be a lot of things that you think are amazing about that person and you don't like them because of it. Because you realise that their presence, their goodness, can kind of show up your own weakness. And so we can even reject good people around us. And that's really what the Pharisees are doing. That this is... Jesus, the one who is fully alive, the one who is fully human, the righteous one, the one who has authority, uh, authority that doesn't come from outside, it doesn't come from the law, but it actually comes from inside of him. And so the Pharisees can see that, and that's uh, challenging them, because their only authority is outside of themselves. When Jesus comes, he just speaks with authority. And he can sometimes sound like he's, you know, kind of going around the law, but he's really speaking with this authority that comes from God. And so they want to reject him because of that. So there can be things that we can see in others that we want to reject them because they show up our own brokenness. But God... You know, he acts in a very different way. 
that he's the one who is almighty, he's all-powerful, but he's the one that comes and, and heals us, comes into that place of brokenness, comes into that place of wretchedness, and he does something wonderful with that. That he's able to transform the very things that we reject, and they become the source of life uh, where God's grace is able to flow. And so we're able to show that kindness to others because we've received it ourselves. And we're able to show that kindness to people that we don't like, those people that we don't understand, those people that are very different from us. And we're able to show the kindness of God because we've received that ourselves. So tonight, uh, during this Mass, to be able to just come as you are, to be able to show compassion to yourself by just listening to yourself. What's really going on? What are the things you're running away from? What are those things that are burdening you? Just to show compassion to yourself and listen to yourself. And to bring that to this Almighty God, this God who heals us, and allow Him to show you that compassion. So it's not just something that you know in your head that you kind of hear and think, well, that's nice, but that you'll be able to really receive the compassion of God, the one that meets you deep in your heart in that place of deep brokenness, in that place of deep longing for love, that he would meet you in that place tonight.